49ers cutback podcast time thank you everyone for waiting as we were getting set up uh we were enjoying the game and then you know went to the studio to get ready so this is exciting as you can see it is a three-man party today for the reaction show um if you don't know us especially this guy um get to know him you're, you're probably gonna hate him within a couple of minutes <laughs> uh, no but it was it was a it was a fun game it was an interesting game uh because there were some things that were shaky to definitely to start off uh, then there were some glimpses of just greatness, uh, according to everyone that was texting me. There was just greatness abound, um, and none better than Kai Nakua. Oh, oh yeah, man. totally. Yeah, Kai Nakua for sure, right? For sure, guys. Oh, man. You know, today I made my return with Eric Armstead. I felt like we're the same level. Okay. I'll come back the same day. You guys, I'm holding for applause right now. Good to see you guys, too. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, if if I can reach the level of Kai Nakua of greatness... Business. I'm doing something, and 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 Nakua didn't look bad. It's just it's the the overreaction, right? It's a little bit, yeah. Hey man, look what magically fixed itself, guys. The chat did. That, that's impressive. That's fantastic. Thank you, chat, for fixing yourself. Uh, maybe stream elements was in the background working on it the whole time. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows indeed? But look, tons of great things to talk about with all of this. Tons of things that we got to go over. But before we get to any of that, and we're not talking about training camp, so ignore that. Don't don't even don't even worry about it. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Hit that notification bell. Uh, join the Discord. It was popping. It was live during the Discord today, all throughout the game. We had a lot of fun. Got a nice little thread going. A lot of conversation going back and forth. But there's just a lot of conversation about this team going back and forth, kind yeah. of just just everywhere, right? Just everywhere, guys. Some big things or some key things that you took away from today's game, and we'll start with you. Uh, one thing from today's game is against the Chargers, this preseason game week two, uh, what, what is one thing that you saw that you liked? I liked that the D-line looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, there were questions after last week. We've been saying for a while that this D-line depth was good. Um, we got to see the first time we got to see Samson Ebucom out there playing uh, you know, in a game for the 49ers. I thought he looked good. Uh, Jordan Willis looked fantastic. Zach Kerr looked great. Um, Maurice Hurst looked good. Um, Contavious Street looked good. So I thought overall the defensive line stepped up, played well, um, showed what they're about, and that's what the 49ers are going to do all season long. This is the deepest defensive line in football. There's no question they were able to dis you know, display that today, and I think ultimately they're going to display it all season. I think people are going to be pleasantly happy and excited all year for what they do, not only run-stopping but also getting after the quarterback. You've seen that there is some speed issues on the edge when you don't have D Ford, Nick Bosa, and those guys out there. Um, but when they do have those guys, it's, it's going to be hard for these quarterbacks to get outside the pocket, and these inside guys are going to eat. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing um, Willis out there making plays. He's a guy that we've always thought had a ton of potential. We knew after a full off season working with Coach Kasarek that there was a chance he could become a really solid player. Too bad we don't have him the first six games. Um, I enjoyed Hufanga today. I thought he made some nice plays. Um, Marcel Harris in the fourth quarter I thought had a couple nice plays especially that big hit at the end um who else let's see Contavious Street I thought had a really nice game um Muhammad Sanu it was nice to see him catch a touchdown and then um 
Let's see. There was one other guy I thought had a nice game that was in my head. Um, I don't know, but it's not that good in your head because you can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it can't be that good if I can't remember Lost it. in your head, hopefully not lost on the minds of the 49ers, or he will not make this roster worse. <laughs> oh, man. If I hope I don't mess up. In the... Oh, Jonas Griffin. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, don't forget Jonas. You almost ruined his chances of making the 49ers by not being able to get him out of your brain. Can't believe you would do that yeah, to the man. Yeah, exactly. And it's been all over this, and you're just trying to ruin it for him. Look, ruining it. I, I Soiled ru- it. Ruining it indeed. To- totally soiling yeah. it. Look, I, I enjoyed um, the D-line play, obviously. That was the big thing that a lot of us, I think all of us took from it. Our, Eric Armstead looked phenomenal at the start of the game when he came in, right? Um, Alex Barrett had some moments where he shined. Willis had some moments where he shined. Uh, Katavi Street had moments. Zach Kerr looked like an absolute force pretty much all night long. And Maurice Hurst got off to a good start, and then the ankle stuff, and, and not great there. Uh, but I, I got to give some props, and I got to give some pr- credit to Travis Benjamin and to Mohamed Sanu. Travis Benjamin tonight looked pretty phenomenal. He was great on the offense. He got open a lot of his routes, created a lot of separation, a lot of space. And again, the thing that we had been kind of saying about Mohamed Sanu, right, that we had all kind of talked about with this guy, yes, the speed is probably not there anymore, but the craftiness to get open, that red zone touchdown that he had, he showed it. The clever route, delays off the snap, he's able to get that inside release, create that little bit of separation, sit down right in the soft spot in the zone, and Lance fires fires a hard ball. So all he needs is a little bit of time in the window. When, when Lance makes his right reads and gets the ball out on time, you don't really have to worry about the ball not getting there, right, or it being contested or broken up. It's not going to be. The question with Lance is right now it's just going to be, is he going to make the read as quick as he needs to make it, and is he going to get the ball out of his hands when it needs to come out? And is he going to throw the ball through you? Um, there's, there's a potential if you don't catch the ball, it's going to go absolutely through you. Uh, he throws the ball so hard and with so much velocity. Um, that is something I think he's going to work on as you know he gets more seasoned as a quarterback. But there were a lot of bright spots in this game, and I thought overall the 49ers played well. I thought it was a shaky start. Um, I, I'm sure everyone's going to want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, leaving that ball high. Cutback crew is asking a lot about cuts right they now. Are, they want cut they, predictions right now. Do Aaron. we want to get into cuts right now? No, I don't think we can. Right? I think I, mean, I think we need a little bit more time to evaluate film, yeah, look at things again. They're all about cuts. Yeah, you know, I would definitely like to watch the film more before I talk about cuts. I need a haircut. Um, I did. I did point out a couple guys that are probably going to be. Done, yeah, he but, did. Um, it's, true. Un- it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, I, I think with the Jimmy Garoppolo pass, I mean, I think Jimmy left it high. And I think ultimately, uh, Brandon, you should have caught it. I think they're both at full on this. Uh, Jimmy needs to get the ball down. The, I mean, it's a great route. He's wide open. Uh, it was a clean route. All, all he's got to do is get the ball there where he can run. He might even be able to get into the end zone. Jimmy leaves it high, and then Brandon's not able to come down with it. Um, they, they need to clean that up. But both quarterbacks left balls over the middle high. It seemed like Trey, once he got into a rhythm and got against the second team that he really executed, the one he had to Travis Benjamin was a nice dime that he threw. Um, I'm not ready to say elite like some people text me and said he was elite. Um, it's it's a great play by an NFL quarterback. That's what makes him an NFL caliber quarterback. Um, but ultimately, that is that is a solid play, and you want to see that from your quarterbacks. Um, but I thought shakiness early, and then they were able to kind of work it out. And then uh, that's what you expect from the quarterback play. I I mean, I'm not too surprised we didn't get more from Jimmy. We're going to get more from Jimmy next week. Uh, Jimmy's going to play a full half. You know, that was one thing that I thought Lance did great was the two-minute drill. Um, so I can't – who just put that up that he settled in? Yeah. Josh, Josh Hutchins put up that he settled down after two-minute drill. Yeah. I thought he really came in – that was a nice two-minute drill. Yeah, and that's been an issue for him during training camp. So, so I was glad to Situational see football, because um, usually you would see the deep ball like you got from to, to Sherfield, yep. and then the drive would stall and you would end up with a field goal. Correct. In this case, he got into the red zone, and that's what we've saw from the entire training camp – 
uh, is Trey Lance is dynamic in the red zone. He is very successful, and he proved it again today. The red zone opportunity was was nice. It was nice seeing them try to go for two, at least give the um, you know the effort to the look, yeah. And and he he did what he was supposed to do. You know, he ended up getting the ball into the end zone for two. Of course, we get the holding on Jalen Moore, but um, I think still everyone got to see a little bit of what Trey Lance can do. Um, now people are going to go over the top that they need to do this every play, every every situation. Kyle's holding him back. Got to got to look oh. what the Bears are doing, right? Got to do what the Bears are doing. I'm not going to lie to you, man. On Madden right. 22, taking off with Lance works. I'm, uh, that's hey, great for Madden 22. You're right. They should do what the Bears do and let, Justin, let Trey yeah. Lance get absolutely ear hold from the blind side. Oh, actually, excuse me, from from his actual side, wasn't his yeah. blind side? Yeah. Directly that in front of him. Funny. That was not nice. It definitely it was not good at all. Uh, look, there there were a lot of good things. Caleb, I'm Some sorry. only QB that didn't throw a pick. <laughs> yeah, but he had one of the worst fumbles, fumbles, fumbled exchanges there with Dakota Shepley that I've seen. Alex, acknowledge it. I'm, I'm going to acknowledge that fumble. It was pretty gosh darn bad. Uh, look, there, there were positives from Trey Lance tonight. There were some negatives also, um, and not just the pick and, and some of the throws of the middle being high, which Jimmy had and struggled with as well, but the the lack of recognition sometimes. There was that play to uh, Richie James, right? They were in the naked boot. James kind of slips out and runs a little slip right, right underneath. And he holds onto the ball way too long before he he actually gets rid of it to Richie James in space. And in all honesty, if he gets the ball out to Richie James a little earlier, there's a good chance that Richie James is able to stretch towards the sideline and then cut back across the grain and, and make an even bigger play. Uh, Trey holds onto it a little bit longer, gets the ball to Richie James, and Richie James gets a nice gain, but also almost gets a takes a nice big fat hit at the end of it as well. Um, that kind of stuff with Trey is going to take time with him getting comfortable and knowing how to get rid of the ball quickly. Right and doing it, doing it fast. That sometimes it's not in those situations. Technique be darned. You know what the read is. You know what the play is designed for. Get it out. Get it to your guy. Let him go make a play. There's also the same yeah. chance that Richie James drops it. To be fair, yeah. accurate as well. Um, not not wrong. You're right though, because Richie James is drifting, and if Trey gets in the ball early, he's protected. What he's not protected once he starts drifting down the field, he's gonna he's gonna take a hit. If this was you know, a if that was Derwin James that was playing safety, oh, Richie James wouldn't need to be cut because he'd be in pieces on the field because he would have been absolutely lambasted. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, of course, that's the word of the day. Um, but it's it's just it's it's one of those things he's going to learn. He's going to pick up. He's going to get better. Um, as far as one thing I saw from Jimmy that I liked today was the fact his feet were moving consistently in the pocket. He has a bad trait of standing flat-footed in the pocket. Sure. Today, the feet were moving as he was going through his reads and then ultimately hitting his checkdowns. Um, he was still getting pressure, but another thing I thought was very good today from the, the team was the offensive line play. Um, is more of and They played more like of what we expected, right? That's just what we've seen through camp. I thought it was definitely stabilized. Trey Lance had clean pockets. Jimmy Garoppolo had clean pockets. Were there times of pressure? Yes. Um, but also in the run game, they were very successful. And until they got to the third unit with Kafasi, um, Gary, there you go. There's one of your cuts. Um, he he was getting worked by Lemonier off the outside. Yeah. And that guy had some holding as well. I think he's going to be one of the cuts that comes down the line. He just didn't look good. Um, and unfortunately, it you know his number is going to get called. The bell will toll for him. Not going to be good for him. No, it's really not. Um, and look, is there anyone else? Is there anyone defensively horsed other than uh, I know you'd mentioned and brought up Jonas Griffith? Is there anyone in the secondary that you that you liked or from the linebacking core that well, you liked other than other than Griffith? I brought up Hufanga. Um, Jared Maiden obviously had a nice play with the pick. Um, should have been a pick six. It should have been a pick six. I thought Diamondor Lenore had some nice plays out there. Um, Ambry Thomas did not. Um, he got yeah he struggled a little bit, but he did um, excellent against the run. He did. He, he, he did do really good against stuffing the run. people against the run. He's still having a little bit of problems with grabbing and making mm -hmm. contact. 
he's going to have to learn that's the difference between big um, 10 football and NFL yeah. football. You're just not al- allowed to get away with that. Yeah, I didn't mean it as, like, cut him. I just meant. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's I just struggled a little bit. No, um, see, we're, we're reasonable over here. We know that when you say that, it's not, it's um, not bad. <laughs> other linebackers, I'm trying to think as far as today. Um, to be honest, you people might not like my take. I've been a little, I was a little disappointed in Greenlaw. Well, I there mean, was a r- couple of run points where he got driven I was, out of the play. I saw, saw a couple of run plays where he lost footing. Like he, he lost Maybe footing over pursuit, so I don't know. Look again. There's one where he gets a little bit too far outside, and he should have you know, squeezed it more, and they run up inside of him. Uh, and then a lot of it, what they were having problems with was the double teams were pressing, you know, pushing those guys into the linebackers. Yeah. You know, they're not able to get downhill. Was he struggling a little bit? Yes. But I think we're asking a little bit too much of him because he doesn't have all pro Fred next to him. Or if you have all pro Fred, he's going to get him in the right sets, the right you know places, and also then Dre is able to kind of you know operate off of that. So I think without his running mate, he's you know going to struggle a little bit. But I thought he looked great last week. And I Agreed. Looked, I thought last week. He yeah, looked I thought fantastic. he looked good this week, but not as good as he did last week. But I guess it could be to you know to be expected. I guess um, with the fact you don't have a running mate like Fred in there. That's very that's very true indeed. And Megan there with a wonderful, incredible. Super chat, four ninety nine. Incredible. It was. It was wonderful. Incredible. Yeah. It's a great question as well. Which running back do you guys think was more impressive tonight? Ooh, I'll, I'll wait. I'll start with it if you if you want. I, I'll start with it. I Go thought right. personally tonight specifically was Jamichael Hasty. I thought he also had more opportunities and more touches, Correct. and that's why I would have to give him the edge there and give him the heads up. Is hey, that yo. he was the one, right? He was the one that had the more opportunities, and I thought he had more bigger runs. I thought he looked more consistent. Um, I didn't, didn't see as many negative runs from him. I saw a couple of negative runs from Wayne Gallman. Now, those weren't his fault per se. Um, a lot of the time, someone got blown up on the O-line, or there was one I remember specifically where he was at, where uh, Jalen Moore was asked to make a really, really hard block coming across. Um, wasn't able to make it, and then Gallman got absolutely stuffed in the backfield. So, Jermichael Hasty, I thought impressed, but I also think Jermichael Hasty, out of all the running backs right in this room, needed that. he needed that tonight, and he came out and showed it. He's trending up. Go ahead, Horst. Is it bad that I want to say neither? You weren't impressed with either guy. Hasty, I guess, in a way. I, Gallman, a lot of his problems were no hole. Done. Um, Hasty, it's just like, he's made some nice runs, but he still, I thought his best play was that screen at the end that he caught and turned up, the one where he got grabbed by his dreadlocks. Okay. Okay. I thought that was his most impressive play of the day. I just still, I don't know. I'm still waiting for him to make the oh my gosh play. Okay, fair. Um, okay. I'm gonna just completely disagree with my counterpart over here. Fair. Um, I'm going to say that actually both guys played really well today. I thought Jamichael Hasty looked explosive. He, his jump cuts were on point. His vision was overall better than we've seen it because he, a lot of times he would run into offensive linemen or straight into defensive guys. Where this time he was pressing to the line of scrimmage and making cuts. I did see him miss a couple holes, but that's that's gonna happen. And I thought Wayne Gallman overall looks so successful in the interior run game. It's when he gets outside that he struggles. When he stays inside, he's successful. But that's the role that he's going to have in this offense in the red zone, uh, finishing these runs on fourth and one, uh, finishing around the goal line. So I thought both guys looked good in the system uh, and the kind of the skill set that they're going to be used and the role that they're going to be used. So 100%, I thought both guys did well. Wait, are we talking Hasty versus last year? I think we're talking Hasty in the game. I thought he looked good in the game. I thought he did too. Versus Personally. last year, yes, he looks way better. I think I agree. 
Yeah, but what are you, what is your standard? I thought there? he didn't from last week to this week. I mean, the dude averaged six point three yards last week, and he probably averaged over five this week. I thought I I no, I was saying he didn't look better than last week. Okay, okay, week fair enough. Was, that, that 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 that's fair. That's what I thought you were asking. Uh, David with the five dollars super chat. As well, I didn't want to miss this because David donated. He said hashtag TCC, and then he left off a little hasty as well. So he he was obviously he thinking it was hasty. Um, I, I, I like you had kind of brought up, and I wanted to piggyback off it because I thought it was important to piggyback off of. Both guys looked fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything wrong with either guy. Some some people on Twitter, I saw some 49ers fans on Twitter, there's no explosive run. This is not the big hitting run. It's like, well, your your big home run hitter is not on the He's field. Not playing. Yeah, Mostert's not yeah. out there right now. So you can't expect the big home run hits when your home run hitter's not out there, right? And then even then, I, I would imagine, I would expect Trey Sermon to have bigger runs and better opportunities to run um, right now in this system because just because of the physical size and the ability to, to break tackles and things of that nature than a guy like Hasty or even a guy like Gallman at times. Also, can we take a chill pill because you're, you're two, two of your anchors on the O-line still are not playing. Alex Mack is not out there and Trent Williams is not out there. So can we reserve panic, right? Panic or a complete evaluation of the run game until we get all of these guys out there. We get the five guys that are supposed to be out there out there playing in space before we make any sort of decision. Because I think if you get Alex Mack out there, there was, Brendel had some moments tonight, right? Like, I thought he had some good plays tonight, but there were also times where I was like, oh my God. Like, no, this 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 line operates different when Brendel's out there. Uh, first off, the, those Twitter posts that you just talked about, about explosive plays, um, that's absolutely cringe for me. Because yeah. since when is four or five yards not an explosive offensive run? Two of those is the first down. So the, that is, that yeah. is absolutely fantastic when you're running the ball like that. That is how you just impose your will on a defense and set the tone for your play action and everything. Make safeties have to jump in the box. No off or no defense wants to give up four to five yards of carry. Um, so that is unfortunately a, a bad take on the running game in general. Mm-hmm. Um, explosive plays in the passing game is one thing, but in the run game, uh, yeah, Raheem Moster is going to get those. But what's wrong with four or five yards? Yeah. That's wonderful. Let me recant a little bit because what I meant was I wasn't blown away. I thought they both played well. I didn't mean they stunk. I just meant I didn't think either like separated themselves. So. Okay. They both ran the ball fine in the scheme. They were getting, like you said, he probably averaged five yards a carry. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean that. You, uh, to me, both those guys are solid players that should make the team. That's my thought process on the two guys. Yeah. So that's what, that's all I meant is ne- neither of them made a jump in my mind where I already have them. That's right. So I already have them as both solid running backs already. That's good. I you know I feel really bad for uh, D'Amico Ryan's and Chris Kasarek because how are you going to make cut decisions on this defensive line? Ooh, what it, do you mean? It's going to be tough, dude. Is it? You don't think so? No, I, I think it's really defined because you have ten guys that are absolutely wonderful and a couple of guys that are on the brink. You have one guy that's going to start the season on suspension. Um, so Accurate. ultimately, the cuts aren't. I mean, we like some of these guys, but they're winning against threes. That's, you know what I mean? That is that is you, fair. like Yarbrough, for instance. We like him. But he's winning against twos and threes. I haven't seen – that's one guy I haven't seen a whole lot of when he's r- gone in there with run, with the ones or with like yeah. you know, the, those fringe one-two guys. I haven't seen as much from him. Like we saw it in camp, right, and some right. of the practices, but not so much in-game. It hasn't translated over. Um, I meant just more of like with, with your streets of the world, right? I think Alex Barrett, Barrett has had moments, but he hasn't been consistent. Cut. I, I mean, I think you're right. Is he gonna? Does he end up somewhere, or can he make it onto the practice? He'll end up on another team. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't end up on the Jets. It's probably fair. You know what I mean? There's going to be opportunities for these guys that are going to get cut. They're tough cuts, but not compared to um, those guys that you have in that front part of that defensive line. I mean, they, is it stout? Absolutely. 
Um, but 10, 11 guys, yeah, you're probably going to have one hard cut. I, I think they already know what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I still just don't want to have to, want to, have to make that decision. Because I, th- I feel like top to bottom as a whole right now, this group is playing pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I mean to me, it's kind of like a couple of these guys are diet sodas trying to mix it up with the, uh, the regular soda. One calorie. Um, they're, they're, they're good for you know a little bit, but um, you're still going to get fat drinking them. <laughs> Accurate. By the way, Jay Ellie, I would like to disagree. I think that Shepley held that snap short. That got dropped. I honestly don't know. From I the, couldn't from tell the from film the that I saw. You know, I, I mean, tell. I don't know if he hit his bottom hand. I don't know if he, you know, hit it right. I don't know. It didn't look like he fired out because most of the time when you have the bad snap, you have the center that fires out and the ball comes up short and this quarterback doesn't get it. But it looked like it was on Sudfeld's hands. So I don't know exactly what happened there. Uh, I don't think we got you know sweaty issues. Um, like we with Alex Mack, that made the ball slippery. Probably not. Um, Probably not. That's but fair. yeah, I don't know exactly. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, and what I want to know from from you guys, it, was there a position tonight that underperformed in your eyes that didn't do something that you wanted to see from them? There is the starting receivers. You, th- you so are you as far as drops? Do you feel that there was an excessive amount of drops? I think Ayuk dropped two, right? Um, two, but one of them was pretty difficult. That one that ended in a pick was going to be tough. I'm, was going to be see, tough no matter what. Once again, when I say this, I'm not overreacting and saying he sucks. Correct. I'm just saying he, I thought he had a poor performance today with okay. the drops. Okay. Um, Richie James had another drop, right? Went right through his hands, correct. And did Sanu drop at one, too? Or? Sanu dropped one that ended. Oh, so one hit Sanu in the hands that was high that ended up in a pick. They're, they're, they're dropping 100 mile an hour footballs. True. I mean, Trey Lance, that one to Sanu. I don't I mean, know. That was on him before. That was a, that was Colin Kaepernick style I don't think, hotness of football. True. I don't think Sanu actually saw the whole thing. I don't think Richie James saw the whole thing when There's the ball went through his hands. He, he had that look like it's already here. Like what the heck happened? Um, and that's why that ball that came out to Sanu, they a lot of people thought it was tipped because it was kind of fluttering. It was not tipped. He's squeezing the ball too tight. He's too amped when he's first starting to play. You squeeze that football too tight and you throw, it's going to do that. You're not going to get a nice tight spiral. The ball got better later on as he eased in and he and he got calm. There is some growth for that trade that Trey needs to make. Mm-hmm. I seen a question come through that said, "Do we think Trey is getting better?" One hundred percent, Trey is getting yes. better. Yes, yes. From the first time we saw him until now, he is getting better. But it's a process because everyone was already saying he should be a hundred overall on Madden, and he was not ready for that. And we knew he wasn't ready for that. He's still learning this offense. He's getting deep into it. But he's got a lot of room to grow. Correct. And as he grows, it's going to get everything's going to slow down. Everything's going to get easier. You saw times today where he's able to move in the pocket, move around, and he's going to be able to extend plays. Um, but he's still holding on the ball too long, and that's something that needs to change. But he will he will get there. Yeah, I mean, tr- none of us hate Trey. We just no. are being realists about his readiness to play in a real NFL game. And Caleb, you won the day with that. He snapped the ball right into them cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> Hunk the 23 Kappa, BA needs to get that. Number one wideouts catch that 99% of the time, 100% agree. I was thinking to myself, Julio would have caught that. Accurate. You know, and I was thinking about all the other D-Hop receivers. D-Hop would have caught that. They would have caught that. That's, Devontae, what, I was, that's what I meant about the receivers being and, a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say they were disappointing. I just think that there were opportunities for them to make plays that they didn't capitalize on. <laughs> um, what? Like Jake Guayo. Oh, okay. Anyways, I thought Horse was laughing at something I said. No, Apparently, I thought... he's just reading comments, so you guys are doing a great job making Horse laugh. Good job. Uh, but no, I, I do. I think the, the receivers overall played decent. Uh, the fact Devo Samuel was out there was a good sign. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was worried about the MRI. You, you mean um, to tell me that everyone hit the panic button too early? 
hundred percent. He grabbed the hamstring. It must be the worst thing. Um, no, I think we're okay there. So I, I think we're in, I think we're in a good story or a good part. Um, do we have questions? Because I know you know I know there's questions coming through. Well, I mean, I I wanted to. The one thing that I wanted that I was disappointed in per se was just the amount of amount of calls, the amount of flags. I don't know if I'm disappointed yet in the Niners or if I'm just disappointed in the officials just not take being one of the points of emphasis this year is supposed to be not calling the the ticky tack stuff that has nothing to do with the play. So if it's completely out of the play, right, you're not supposed to be calling. They don't want them making those calls this year because it takes away from the form, especially if it has no impact on the play. It felt like there was a lot of those tonight. It was on both sides of the ball, but it felt like it was a lot of those tonight that just didn't need to be called. The one on B, uh, BW Webb that set up that first touchdown drive, it wasn't even a pass directed at, at, at him. No. It wasn't going to the guy that he was covering. The guy was nowhere near it. He wasn't going to make the play. There was no reason to make any sort of call there whatsoever. It was a badly thrown ball. It was just a situation where you threw the ball up and you get bailed out by that kind of stuff. I was disappointed in that. It's week two of the preseason. I want to be able to see these guys play, right? see them execute, ball to be able to move downfield. What I don't want is fifty thousand flags being thrown out, the ball getting having you know good plays being negated by dumb stuff. Yeah, and I thought the Agreed. defensive line actually did hold though a lot. They uh, did. Was getting caught. <laughs> they, did. they were definitely getting caught holding. Uh, they need to get better at disguising their their holds. Um, they were definitely trying to keep their linebackers clean, and they were getting nailed. That was, back judge had one heck of a Jones cannon. The one where he was reached all the way out like that, yes, grabbing it the was. guy's chest. Yeah, it was. Correct. Correct. So we had a couple people who who uh, had said a couple of things. Um, essentially, James is gone from Freestyle Forty Nine er. Why can't anyone catch the ball? You get paid to catch the dang ball, Brandon. How many drops are we going to make excuses for? for I don't Brandon think anyone made excuses. Well, if if Freak Stop was at the on our last one, the last reaction show, we talked about the the drop Brandon Ayuk had over the middle, in which right Trey Lance threw him the ball pretty pretty far out wide, leading him into another defender. And I felt, personally, that Brandon Ayuk made a business decision. This is a preseason game. I'm not making that catch. I'm not going for that right now. I'm about to get smacked and didn't. Um, the one today with Jimmy up high, you got to come down with that, ideally. right? I, I, someone, a couple people in the Discord had asked, and they were talking to me about this, and they were talking in the whole, to the whole cutback crew about this, and they said, you know, well, who is that more on? And I said, well, in all honesty, personally, like my personal opinion, it's more on Jimmy than it is on Ayuk because Jimmy can't put the ball up that high across the middle of the field. However, if you're Brandon Ayuk, right, this is what you dream for as a wide receiver, these moments. Where the quarterback puts the ball in reach, right? It's not a perfect throw, but it's a time for you to go up and make a play. This is your moment. This is your moment. These are the moments you dream of as a wide receiver, going up and making the big catch, the highlight reel catch that goes up on ESPN, right, that gets plastered everywhere. Those are the moments that start solidifying you as a great wide receiver in this league. You have to come down with those things. As much as, as much as I want Jimmy to make a better throw there and that in, in the sense of getting that ball down in space, Brandon Ayuk is capable of making the catch, so go do it, young man. If he's capable of making the catch, how does Jimmy share more of the blame than Brandon Ayuk? I, it's, how are they not both sharing this blame? They sh- they're not both sharing the blame because your quarterback, in this situation, right, you want your quarterback making it a more catchable ball. What if he thought he was going to do one of these? One of these, yeah. One of those, yeah. yeah then it's a miscommunication. Yeah. Then it's a miscommunication. Yeah. Right. If he was and then do one of those, he would have been there. Then it's a miscommunication. Both guys share the blame. But you got to prove to me that it, they were supposed to do I, one of those. I, I think they share it fifty-fifty. It was it was not a great throw. Uh, it's the fact that he let it sail a little bit. But Brandon got his hands on it. If you get your hands on it and you're an NFL you know receiver, you should catch the football. Uh, he should have made that catch. So both of them share the wealth on this one. They should both get half an interception. Fair. Uh, because I don't disagree with you. If if Brandon Ayuk doesn't touch it, it's an incomplete pass. I think what irritates me the most is as Jimmy drops back, I go, he's got him. 
and I'm yelling that he's got him, and then he sails it, and I'm just like, he doesn't got him. <laughs> uh, and, and then we make Asante Samuel get a pick, which I love me some Asante Samuel, um, but no. I did want to bring up something, all right, and this oh, is completely this is off. This is completely off topic, right, but it is a Florida State guy, Ant, and it's funny that it's the Jets that did this. So we all know that the Jets drafted safety Namza Hazardine. Yeah, he is also now playing linebacker for the Jets. Solid. I know it's not only is it solid. It's I, I find it I, I the similarities between what the Jets are doing with their organization. It's just literally it's like a carbon copy. It's Forty Niners East Coast. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Danos gave Jimmy an F. Tonight, well, are you surprised by that? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He had one drive and he threw an interception. Um, there's absolutely no way he was going to give him anything other than an F, correct? I mean, because it's all pushing, he's pushing everything to one point, right? Once we get to final cuts, um, and, and we get to who's going to be the starter, he has to be able to say Kyle Shanahan's just making a bad decision. It's all going to go on to Kyle Shanahan. It either wants Trey, even if, if Kyle chose, um, if he chose Trey Lance, then the the whole narrative will change to well, why didn't you cut Jimmy Garoppolo? It's a complete mistake. So, hey, you know, um, if Twitter was around in 1981, would everyone have gotten on Joe Montana for throwing that ball high to Dwight Clark? Yeah, you probably. Well, he threw three interceptions in that game. Horse. Oh man, could you imagine Twitter throughout that football game? Joe's the worst. Bring back Deberg. We need him. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden you get this. You know, you get the catch, and then he's the greatest thing ever. That's the only problem with living from play to play, right? Every single play, you have a reaction. Uh, wait until everything happens in totality and then uh, make your observations. Correct. Uh, I, I disagree with this take here. Freak uh, stomp 49er. Our team seems torn between uh, QBs. I see guys breaking the huddle with an FU attitude when Lance is the QB. Leaving before Lance breaks the huddle is kind of disrespectful. Do you see that too? No. Wideouts typically almost always leave They're the huddle early, early yeah. um, because they are typically – the ones going out yep. on the perimeter on the edge, um, they also usually have the least amount of things to listen to cue-wise. Correct. Because on a call in the huddle, you know almost instantaneously, based on after the formation, you're going to get your run or your pass call after that. What it is, if it's a run call, once you know your formation, there's really not a whole lot for you to do other than get out to your spot and then go make your block, unless it's some sort of stretch or outside run play. But again, there's verbiage and keys in there that it's very easy for them to pick up on and know. I'm doing this on this play, or, hey, I'm just running this guy off on a route. Well, they're also uh, on the road, so they're going on silent count. So there's Correct. there's no reason for them to know a snap count. They're getting out there. Um, they're going on the ball. So they're, they're 100%, the receivers always leave early. That, that that's This is a nothing. I guarantee you, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and those guys are just excited to play for uh, play with Trey Lance as they are with Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe even more so because of the dynamic things he could do down the field. I saw one scenario in which they broke the huddle, and, and this maybe this is the, your maybe you're talking about this specific play, freak stomp. Uh, they break the huddle. Ayuk and Samuel go split out to the right. They're in a stack formation with Ayuk in front and Debo uh, just behind him and slotted inside. And Ayuk and Debo both look back at Lance yeah. to try and communicate something. Lance says something and Ayuk throws his hands up frustratingly and then lines up. That could have just been something as simple as Ayuk thought A and Lance told him B. It, that could be any number of things. He said it was the O line. Yeah, he's saying it was O line. Really. Okay. The old lineman left early, which also, depending on how you break the huddle, um, I used to have my old lineman leave early yeah. uh, uh, Jay, on the first call. So. Jay Ellie says DeBerg to the Chiefs. <laughs> that, that that honestly did happen. Yes. <laughs> that it's, is the truth. That is. is the truth. If you are a 49ers quarterback, you end up playing for the Chiefs. It's usually usually how it works. Probably not now because Patrick Mahomes is going to put a big, you know. Yeah, Jimmy's not going there. For that. No, Jimmy's not going there. Yeah. No, Patrick who? 
Exactly. Is he even good? Exactly. Yeah, I've heard he's. I've heard he's pretty good. Um, the well, attitude in the attitude huddle. huddle. Hey, maybe uh, maybe he's seeing something. Yeah, I didn't, I, I I didn't, didn't see it. See it honestly, I didn't pay attention to the attitude of the players in the huddle. Maybe he's seeing it. I did not see it. Something but, we'll um, have to watch next. Something. Week. Hey, I'll watch back the film and see if I can you know see it as well. Maybe I just missed it. So I mean, that that is fine. If that is really something they're doing, an attitude in the huddle. Um, then it's you know that's an, a problem, but yeah, JL is on it with Bono as well. Bono indeed. Yeah. Uh, Wait, does he mean like you too, Bono? No, I'm, like I'm pretty Steve sure. Bono. I'm pretty sure he's going with Gerback after this. I, I have a hunch. Agreed. Maybe Alex Smith. Look, if you Whoa. guys if if you guys got some questions right now, TCC, throw them out there because otherwise we're gonna wrap this up here pretty quickly. We don't want to give away too much, right? We still got other things we got to do for the channel and for you all for the TCC. Um, so before we get to your questions, start laying them out right now. We'll take about five to ten of them. Make sure you join the Discord server if you haven't already. I just put the link again right there into it. Make sure you vote on the poll if you haven't already. Poll question tonight for the game is, are you worried about the 49ers O-line after tonight's performance? This was a big question and a big concern, right? After week one of the preseason, the O-line is trash. The O-line is garbage. Tonight happens. Not a lot of sacks being taken. Run game looking pretty good. Are you as worried now? Make sure you vote in the poll and let us know in the comments section. Um, and it looks like we got a couple, a couple of questions starting to roll in from Brad Jones. Weekly rating for the punter, Alex. Wishnewski gets a B tonight. Oof. He had a couple of nice punts that had wow. some distance on him. He had some, he had a couple distance, the height kicks on it. I still am a little bit worried because sometimes when he gets distance on his punts, coverage team is not down there. I don't necessarily blame that on him, but he can help that out by getting that hang time <coughs> a little bit better, just a little bit. Oh yeah, what grade do you give Robbie Gold? Not good. Not good with an extra extra uh, another missing another uh, missing another extra point tonight. Not good. It's preseason. Or is he missing them on purpose to throw other teams off? Possibly that yeah. also. <laughs> Jay Ellie, Tristan Viscaino, sign him ASAP. Not hitting the panic button on Robbie Gold. No. Robbie Gold has been automatic for a long time. I'm gonna go ahead and, and roll with Mr. Gold. Is Morton Anderson available? Um he he come, he's Robbie Gold is more clutch than Ari Gold, so. Ooh. I don't know about that. David with a boo for gold. Wow. It's a, a lot. lot. Of gold. They're acting like he's David Akers already. Can, can we? Yeah, can we? This isn't Mike Kofer. He's not going to pull it. Just... Replace Robbie Fool's gold. Wow. Cut back crew. You turned on the man. They turned on gold. Do you not remember what happened when he wasn't in last in 2019? We lost to Seattle at home. You know what they because need? Because of this. Solid gold. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit of solid wow. gold. Wow. I'm shocked. Oh my goodness! I hope we don't see the punter. We don't see the punter all season long. I that agree with would Mark. be yeah. wonderful that would if, be we, great. if we don't. Jay in the Bay, how you doing, my my guy? How you doing down there? Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Why no RPO with Lance? Is it because it's preseason from Gabriel Clark? Does he mean RPO or does he mean read option? Clarify that down in the comment section, and then Ant, start with RPO. Okay, with RPO, you got the the run pass option. Um, a lot of it is because to run that, you have to have a very good grasp of the offense because you have to be able to read. Um, a defender, usually a linebacker, and be able to, depending on how he's going to react, you have a run play, and then you can also throw out of it. So it's a run play, and then if the defender acts a certain way, you can throw. Um, and that is what an RPO is, and a lot of times you have to guy, have a guy that's comfortable with it. Jimmy runs it well. A lot of times he'll run RPOs, hit Debo Samuel and those guys on slants, uh, Brandon Ayuk last year a little bit, um, but that's the run pass option. As far as the read option, uh, you have a read key, and it's a run play. The running back either gets the ball at their, you know, or he's going to pull at the mesh point, and he's going to go around the outside. They did run read option today, um, except for Trey Lance, the read that he got. He gave the ball to Jamichael Hasty. He gave the ball to Wayne Gallman. He did not keep. 
So they did run read option. It just didn't work out that the read wasn't for Trey Lance to run. Who's the read key? The read key <laughs> is whoever they decipher it should be, Horse, whether it's an end, a linebacker, or a safety, a defensive lineman. It could be a lot of people. If they're running midline, it could be inside. Why don't you block him? <laughs> I know where this is going. It's because he's a read key, man. <laughs> oh. and, and Gabriel, you, the second part of that question was because it's preseason. Um, part of it is yes, right? Like, if it's not something right now that Kyle Shanahan feels he needs Lance working on because there's other areas of the offense he wants to see Lance execute better, then they're not going to worry about this aspect of this this portion of the playbook. And in all honesty, I think the less the less options you're making Trey have to read on a field, and RPOs, there's a lot of things going through that. Not only do you have your read key, but you also have to look, be looking past that read key if you decide to pull to see that, that opening in the defense where he's supposed to put the football. That can be a lot for a young rookie quarterback, especially if you don't feel he's making quick decisions, which I think this is one of the issues that we have with Trey right now is that at times he's not as decisive as he could be. Yeah, I mean, if, if you know he can already run the ball, correct? you know what he can do in the run game, so why not work on the things that he doesn't do as well, which is play within the pocket, uh, make quick reads, be able to decipher a defense, come to the line, and once again he made uh, you know a check at the line. It was a bad check, and Hasty got blown up in the backfield. Um, so there are things he still has to learn, and I think I think that's what we want him to do. We don't need him to run and scramble and do all that stuff right now. He can do that in the future. We already know he can do that. So let's get him working on the things he needs to work on in preseason so that way he develops. Let's let's not hinder this guy's develop by, development by doing what the Bears are doing and nagging and letting Justin Fields run all around. Like no, that, That's not going to help him improve in the pocket. It's not. It's, it's definitely not. Um, here – I'll, I'll let you answer this one first, Horse. How are you guys thinking the secondary depth looks after tonight? He thought, Brad thought that the, Lenore looked better than last week. Um, Two two questions there. Huh? Um, I think the secondary's fine. Um, you got to remember there's still quite a few guys that they're holding out. On top of the fact that Verrett didn't play tonight or uh, Manny Mosa. Yeah. Verrett, um, Ward, those guys aren't playing. Correct. I think you're actually seeing quite a few guys make plays that aren't. It's not like they got torched for the go up ten points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they played well. I thought um, even Amory Thomas, I took the shot at him, but he made some plays. I do agree that Lenore is getting better week by week. He's making plays. Um, like I said earlier, I thought Hufanga played well. I thought Jared Maiden played well. And as much as we're joking about it, I thought Kai Nakua made a couple nice plays. Um, I I think their depth in the secondary is fine. I'm no worries. That's fair. Uh, Thanks, Frank Stopniner, for clarifying that. Yep, I think him and Gary were. Gary was a uh, was confusing him a little bit there. Uh, Megan, after this game, who do you guys think wide receiver six is, or do you think there's a guy that's separating himself from the bottom of that pack? No, there's no one that's separated. I think there's still it's still a three it's three person race. Uh, it is uh, Travis Benjamin, it is Richie James, and it is um heard Jalen heard oh um, so you have Sherfield on the team right Sherfield is Sherfield is three or four he's okay. right there with Muhammad Sanu and we've even have Juwan Jennings in that top five we think yeah. those guys are pretty much secure and then the question is six and I think it's down to those three uh Simba Webster if you're talking about a straight returner once again he's in the mix um but I thought that it's not enough right he has to do some as receiver he he had dropped the one tonight as well and then him. I, I'm, I, I'm aware. Him for that. I'm aware that it was behind him, but he had the drop tonight. That doesn't help his stock. It doesn't mm-hmm. help his status. And then he, uh, I don't know if it was just a rotational thing, but he didn't get any opportunities tonight to return anything. So yeah. his stock is about where it well, was. He had, a return. he had a pretty nice return on. That's the kick. right. He had the one on the kick. Yeah, you got, right. I think he got to like the 25, which That's is true. better than Richie James. Accurate. Um, but he just, you know, I mean, they didn't use him a whole lot today. So 
No, he wasn't utilized as much. He didn't it's get as crazy. Many Jalen Hurts hasn't played a single preseason game, and he's in a better position to make the roster than some of the other guys. I want to know, Coach Timo. You said that you think the only position group we need to work on is special teams. Did you mean that because of Robbie Gold's miss? Because I actually thought the kick coverage was pretty fantastic tonight. I think he. I think he means specifically more in the return game. It could be. I mean, there are areas where they need to improve. Um, I thought there was a little bit of a better re- improvement today than there was last week. Um, but I think Tim Ryan also said the Chargers' uh, special teams is not very good. Um, and I wasn't at you know Thursday or Friday practice, so I don't know that for sure, but it seems that way. True. Uh, and look, uh, you know, Lou just said TB. TB is number six. Travis Benjamin, number six, heard on IR. Could be. That very well stood, still could be the case. Although Jawan Jennings dealing with a heel issue. We don't know how serious that is or what that, what that is going to be. Hopefully he's going to be A-OK because he has played phenomenal this preseason. Yeah, 14 better play against the Raiders or only he's starting chance. on IR. Yeah, it's the only if, chance. If he's he not playing, he better be a full go in practice all next week and play in that game or he is not going to make this roster. He'll start on IR or he'll be outright waived. It's true. You're, you're very accurate indeed. Cutback crew, we appreciate every single one of you tuning in for this little reaction show. Not too much, right? Not, not giving you too much, but just a little bit of a taste. We appreciate all the support, uh, everyone who super chatted, everyone who's joined the Discord and been participating in that. Um, we appreciate everyone, everyone tuning in for the live streams, in the chat, lighting it up. Um, we love it. We thank you guys so much for everything. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is exciting. for Another you know, preseason game down. We have one more to get through, and then we can get to the Detroit Lions where all the fun begins. Uh, where we go and, and, and tame the Lions and absolutely get this season off to a great start. Uh, we need we definitely need these guys to come out against the Raiders in this dress rehearsal and play well. I'm looking forward to getting into this matchup. I think there will be some exciting matchups that we can actually get into because we're going to see a lot of the first-team units from each team. Uh, and it's always fun when you go against the Raiders, and the one thing you know is it's going to be dark and cloudy with a chance of drive-by. <laughs> Someone had asked if there was going to be some more security at this game. Potentially. There better be. There probably yeah. is going to have to be. Indeed. All right, everyone. It was good to be back today. Glad to see you guys. Yes. I, I like you almost as much as you like me. Nice. I, I, I mean, now everyone doesn't like you. JL, <laughs> uh, yes. Two videos tomorrow. Um, face off at 9 a.m. Followed by a recap show at 11. Don't miss any of it. Make sure you're subscribed. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just smash it into oblivion. You just, it, just do it. All right, hit that notification bell as well. That way you're notified, right? Notified when the videos go live. And you know what? If you're one of those people who's hit that notification bell and you haven't been notified, come join the Discord server. It's true. Every time our videos get posted, you get notified. So you can supplement YouTube, sometimes dropping the ball, by being a part of the Discord. Make sure you do that. Uh, this was a fun. This was a fun reaction show, guys. It's good yeah. to have the gang back together. Yeah, and, and thank for, uh, I think it's HungTac23 Kappa. Thanks for saying the nice things about us uh, and the not-so-nice things about Thanos. We appreciate it. Thanos, uh, <laughs> Thanos. We're, we're hoping we can snap him out of existence, but i got to figure out how to work the gauntlet. Yeah, The um, truth will set you free. Exactly. I, we're I figured we're that, assembling right now. We're assembling. I figured out how to get it to go back in time, but we yeah. got to figure out how to do the evaporation stuff in time. It'll, it'll get there. Uh, but until the next one, 49ers fans and the Cutback crew, you stay safe. And remember the right way. is always the 49ers way.